Let's do it. Oh, what's up, boys and girls? How are you doing tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this, really? Um, this is a another, I should say, final episode of Mission Impossible Brew. Hopefully not. Yeah, I hope not. Um, coming to you is episode six, Fallout. MI6. MI6, episode six, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Uh, we literally just came back from the movie theater. Uh, joining me, as always, is Marco Dupa. Hello. So yeah, we're we're uh we're hot off this one. Yeah. Uh real hot, real spicy. Real hot. I'm hot on it. I'm so I'm a, warm. I'm hot in my nether regions. I'm warm and moist. It was fucking warm in there. Malls are getting fucking disgusting. It's warm in here. They're getting warm. Ow, fuck. Sorry. Is it warm in here? No, I was pointing at my pants. Oh. No, you weren't. You're pointing at my pants. <clears throat> Don't lie to the people, Adam. Don't lie to the people. So Mission Impossible 6, Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. It uh, was directed by the same dude who did Mission Impossible 5, mm-hmm. uh, Rogue Nation. Yep. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Yep. Is his name. And uh, yeah, he did it again, boy. Boy, howdy. It did he do it again? a good time. Um, Let's just fucking... Let's just do this. Okay. So, let's make this less spoilery, seeing as this movie's just came out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd feel kind of bad about completely spoiling yeah. this one. But, yeah. um, yeah, I guess... I mean, we don't have to give spoilers to, to talk about how good the movie was. That's true. We'll just have to be careful and conscious, because we've been spoilery uh-huh. all the way through this thing. Yeah. Yeah, if you, I mean, fuck you if you haven't seen the rest of them. <laughs> just, just go watch them. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's just do what we do. The standout scenes. Yeah. If if we can skirt around. Yeah, yeah. The, the less spoiler. I mean, you. But basically, we can describe everything that was in the trailer. Yeah. Without giving context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the helicopter scene they've talked about for a long time. Yeah, the helicopter scene was big. Uh-huh. The him running off the fucking thing and breaking his ankle that That's was right. big the bathroom scene we've talked about that oh, yeah i'm gonna oh. talk about that oh, boy. um the motorcycles the all of the cameos mm-hmm. his wife and everything so okay so let's say all right so just a, a basic synopsis of the film we basically get we basically pick up two oh two years yeah two yeah. years after the after um uh Rogue Nation. Mm-hmm. We have Solomon Lane in custody, and uh, uh, I guess the syndicate's being broken down. Yeah, the syndicate. This is actually what I said on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty spot on. Yeah, man. Oh man. Yeah. So no spoilers, but I mean, if you go back and listen to Rogue Nation, we kind of we kind of nailed it. Oh yeah, we kind of nailed it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the, the the syndicate is broken up, and now they're called the, the the remnants of the syndicate are now called the apostles, mm-hmm. and um, they're trying to buy plutonium. So it's you know your run of the mill terrorist plot. Right. They want nukes mm-hmm. so they can blow shit up. Yeah. However, I feel like they, unlike um, uh, was it Ghost Protocol? I feel like they describe more of their reasoning throughout this movie 
yeah as to why they want to do it and yes you know we i think we understand their motivations a bit more than we have in past movies yeah which is good yeah because um you know the last one when we're where we're fully introduced to the syndicate you know their their motivations are kind of muddied um it just kind of feels like they're the they're the anti-IMF right. gone bad, basically. Yeah. You know? Because the syndicate at first was created as... Uh, uh, was was created by MI6 mm-hmm. as an as organization to basically a covert ops. Right. Go in and kill the people who we need killed. Mm-hmm. And then they went rogue. Hence the title of the movie. Mm-hmm. Bing, bang, boom. So in this one, though, like you said, they kind of go into the more of their ideology. And you kind of... It's better that you understand it because in Rogue Nation, you're like, okay, but why, though? Mm-hmm. And that answer, that question doesn't get answered until this one. Right. So, <clears throat> thought it, yeah, I agree. I thought it was a good move to uh, to break that down a little bit. Yeah, a bit of a deeper dive into what exactly was the syndicate and what the apostles want yeah. to do. So It seems like the stakes were higher now, too, because they're kind of desperate. Yeah. Since they're being like dismantled piece by piece yeah so they're trying to they're trying to buy plutonium imf gets wind of this plot mm-hmm. and then they inject themselves basically into uh the the inner workings of this of of, of this deal going through yeah. i guess mm-hmm. they're trying to intercept this this from happening i guess i mean mild spoiler they they try to sell uh, or they try to buy the plutonium they fail, and uh, uh, shit, I'm, I'm a brain fart. <laughs> they try to they try to buy the plutonium. It doesn't go through. They lose the plutonium. I mean, essentially, all you need to know is the plutonium is the the big thing in this movie that they're yeah. chasing. Yes, that they're they're chasing after the plutonium. That's basically. all you need to. There know. There you go. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what they're doing. It's basically uh, around the world. Where in the world is the plutonium? plutonium yeah. San Diego. Right. Yeah. But through that, there's a tangled web of uh-huh. uh, cameos and twists and turns. Twists and turns. Double thought, crosses. Masks. I thought these were. I thought we get the masks. Yep. We get the masks. New mas- mask technology where mm-hmm. they can just mobily scan your face. And Finally, then... one that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Not makes sense. Finally, something that explains. Uh, the like the why the rest of it works so well and so quickly, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Cause like in the fourth one, they've got this thing set up there and it's sink 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 mm-hmm. sink. It's like a fucking. It's a three D printer. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we've got the technology where they just scan the face, bing bang boom, it's plopped up. Yep. They got the mask. Now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I guess we just yeah, let's just go down the the highlights of the film. Uh, uh well the opening didn't disappoint me, so that was good. It didn't disappoint. It yes. didn't, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- didn't wasn't it? No, no, it didn't. I enjoyed it. Um, again, hard to say without spoiling anything. Yeah, that bathroom scene. Let's just talk about the bathroom scene. Okay, fuck it. Let's just do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so was it everything that you hoped for? It really was. Oh boy. Oh god, it was so brutal. It was a fucking amazing fight fantastic just a, yeah. just a i mean i thought that there was gonna be more people me too yeah i went into it thinking it was gonna be this big 
fight like yeah. a almost like a mob fight you yeah. know but no it's just just these three dudes yeah and the guy one of the guys that they're chasing early on in the movie he kicks so much ass oh my god it yeah. is amazing incredible wow god i want to see that guy in more stuff yeah like this this it was as brutal as the trailer makes it seem mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> telling you man that then that henry cavill cavill henry cavill mm-hmm. that dude is being wasted in the superman franchise i i agree i think he's far more talented than he's being let to be in the superman movies. i i left this movie one of the strongest feelings i had was i wish i could see him in more things yeah i i wish that the Superman movies had a better director. I mean, we talked about that before, mm-hmm. just yeah. as a as a as fans right. wanting to see a good superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But now, seeing him in this and reading about how good he was in uh, the Man from Uncle, mm-hmm. I th- he's talented, man. Yeah. I used to think he was just this big, dumb, you know, gorgeous human being. <laughs> But now, like, we talked about big, dumb, gorgeous actors before. So. <laughs> right, he's on that Channing Tatum level, man. Where it's yeah. like, oh shit, this this dude's actually it's, pretty good. It's a triple threat. Yeah, he's he's really good in the movie. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I'd say standout performance by him for sure. For um, sure. Yeah, let's see. The helicopter scene, helicopter mm-hmm. scene was amazing. Um, I mean, watching <laughs> it was funny. We talked so much about the Tom Cruise run. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in this film, you get the f- you get a f- a beautiful shot of him running. Oh yeah, like he's running across buildings. You've seen this in the trailer, so it's no spoiler. He's running across buildings, chasing somebody down, and uh, the sh- the the camera pans out to this just this panoramic of uh, a cityscape behind him. It's rotating slowly. Mm-hmm. The sun is is falling in the background. I mean, birds are chirping. Babies are being born. Politicians are turning themselves in. <laughs> Money's being handed over to the right places. Mm-hmm. World peace is upon us. I want I want that scene silent, but just like birds chirping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like a, a gentle breeze rustling through the wind, just or through nice, the leaves. A nice sea breeze. Yeah, just a... And just him, mm-hmm. in that perfect, forever. S- just him running forever. Yeah, running towards you forever. <laughs> but please, there has to be a screensaver of him running forever. <laughs> there has to be, or or a game, or a game. Yeah. of just him running. Tom Cruise, Infinite Runner. Yeah, how is Temple Run not just oh, Tom man. Cruise in that perfect? Fantastic, because he'd always win. True. Yeah. yeah. So the jump, the jump that you see that we talked about, mm-hmm. they use the whole clip, which is really cool, especially yeah. when you see him talk about it in interviews mm-hmm. and then see it in the action film. You're like, holy shit, he broke his ankle there. Right. And he right. hobbles off and you're like, oh, he's walking on a, a sh- shattered ankle. Right. Pretty it adds amazing. to it for sure. Yeah. Um, the other good one was the uh, that skydive scene, which they apparently yes. actually skydove. Really, from, from very high. Yeah, it, I mean it. It looks like it looks practical in some ways, and in mm-hmm. other ways, obviously, like 
It how, couldn't all be yeah, practical. Yeah, but some yeah. of the stuff that happens in that, like, there's no yeah, way. No. So, yeah, that's, but that shot of him jumping out of the plane was definitely practical. Yeah, with a skydiver, like right in front of him. Yeah, with a camera. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was kind of of two minds on this. How do you feel about how much they talked about the behind the scenes stuff? And then watching it, did that distract you at all? Because obviously we're looking for it now. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, oh, we're, we're you know waiting for that scene where he breaks his ankle, or like for me, I, I saw a behind the scenes thing about um, Tom Cruise training on helicopters to actually do a lot of that flying himself. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of that, I was like, oh yeah, I remembered hearing about you know how he trained for this. So yeah, did that take you out of it at all? Was that beneficial in a way? Or I mean, to me personally, it I think it helped. Mm. because like I, I read somewhere that uh, some some anonymous marketing person was like the way that they built this film up was uh, absolutely flawless mm-hmm. he hurts himself and instead of shying away from that they they put that in the lore of the film mm-hmm. and it made everybody like holy shit yeah and I was one of those people one of the like the marketing the marketing worked it perfectly worked. on me <laughs> like seeing all the behind the scenes stuff hearing them talk about it mm-hmm. um it got me juiced up for it so when i saw it in the film like i wasn't thinking like like wow that's how they were able to accomplish that because mm-hmm. i was so fully engrossed in the film mm-hmm. like sometimes i'll find myself looking really hard at an actor's face to see if it is the actor, yeah. or to or to try to see like how off is the stunt actor, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just I don't know I'm weird like that. Sometimes yeah. when I see like choreography or like something crazy happening, I'm like that's not him. Yeah, well I, I do the same thing with um, like CG. Yeah. Or looking for cutaways. Yeah. So, so then yeah. yeah so so when they're able to do when they're able to shoot like long scenes of him Mm -hmm. doing this stuff yeah i mean that uh, to me that puts you more in the film no Mm -hmm. cutaways no like fades no pushed away uh uh, angles so that Mm -hmm. you can't tell it's him no like shots of the back of his head he doesn't have to wear a fucking uh helmet to cover his face like he's driving that motorcycle and the camera's like pushed right on him because mm-hmm. it's like that's fucking him doing it yeah you know him holding on to that rope him uh flying the helicopter all mm-hmm. that shit like to see him actually do that stuff like it adds to the film in my opinion yeah actually something interesting that reminds me of is in that behind the scenes that i was talking about uh where they're showing him training on the helicopter they actually had to kind of reinvent the way that they were going to shoot him in the helicopter mm. because they're so used to shooting the exteriors and not aiming the for the inside because they have a stunt guy doing the it. irony right exactly so they had to figure it out and be like okay we have to point these inward obviously now mm-hmm. that we actually have the actor so yeah i mean all that stuff is really impressive on a technical level but then also like you're saying adds to it in a believability i guess yeah it, it keeps you from being pulled out of the movie as as often as you would if it was just like some guy who kind of looks like him. You yeah. Know? I feel like you're kind of leaning in the other direction too, though. A little bit. A little bit. There was just a little taste of like, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being Ethan Hunt, it was Tom Cruise. Mm. You know? Mm. So yeah. it didn't take away from my experience, but it did take me out of it for a little bit. Yeah. 
Uh, still, I can see that with with the scene where he jumps from one from mm-hmm. the one building to the next, and watching that and going, "Oh man, he really did that!" Right, and thinking like he did that in a movie, not Ethan Hunt really did that. Right, yeah. right, right. So I'm thinking of the actor instead of the character mm-hmm. in those times, which you know isn't the best thing, but at the same time, it's still just as impressive on a technical level. Yeah, as if I wasn't thinking that. Mm-hmm. Um, because think about like if it wasn't him then you'd notice it was a, a stunt man mm-hmm. and then you'd look at it in that direction yep. you know you'd be you you'd go eh, that was cool but it wasn't him right you know yeah so actually something funny that i i read in a review was one one of the critics was saying that they had basically like uh, like a re- a reverse sense of unbelievability where um Oh, what's it called? The uh, the Uncanny Valley. Yes. They had a reverse version of the Uncanny uncanny Valley because they knew it was real, mm. what they were seeing. But their mind was saying, this looks way too dangerous. Right. So I don't believe it. Huh. You know? So that, Funny. That's, yeah, it's just like a really weird thing that you, you don't really think about because you don't see it that often. Yeah. Is is a, a stunt that looks like so dangerous. There's no way that he, there's there's no no way way. he did that. Right. And your mind is like, no, I I can't accept that he did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much every set piece was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every all all the actors pulling their weight this time around. Um, this is a full on just incredible cast. Mm-hmm. They bring back uh, Solomon Lane, obviously. Uh, Sean Harris. Yeah. Sean Harris. Sean Harris. I think it's Sean Harris. Look that up. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it's Sean Harris. Um and he does he does amazing. I mean, we talked about it in the in in the in the Rogue Nation episode. It is Sean Harris, confirmed. Yeah. Okay. So Sean Harris, I think um f- like we were saying from the from the uh from, from Rogue Nation, he's he's been I mean, still there's nobody as good as Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. But as a as a returning villain I think he's fantastic mm-hmm. in this. He had a lot more to do, I feel, in this one. Yes. And he he's he's not as um threatening as he was in Rogue Nation just because, you know, he was free in Rogue Nation mm-hmm. and they were chasing him. Right. In this one he's, you know, he's um bait essentially. Right. right. But yeah. he's still the way that like, you know, he still has a he still has an on-screen presence that's really it's got it's it's very uh threatening mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's an unsettling dude yes unsettling is a good word like he's he's you know he's scary mm-hmm. he's scary so it's it's he's a good he's a good villain yep definitely rebecca ferguson's back yes as, uh, uh elsa elsa yep also has a lot to do yeah she has a way not a way bigger role but i think she's more important in yeah. this one yeah yep and uh, yes, yeah, Simon Pegg's back. Ving Rhames is back. Of course. Yeah. We already mentioned Henry Cavill. Uh-huh. Angela Bassett shows up for a bit. Alec Baldwin <laughs> is in it. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Those are the major players. Yeah. Oh, uh, Michelle Monaghan. Right, of course. Yeah. She was in it. That's not a spoiler. She was in the trailer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wolf S- Blitzer's in it. <laughs> Wolf Blitzer's in it. Has a nice, nice little, nice little cameo. So, yeah. You've you know you've got a a, a a full cast. The writing is good in this one. Mm-hmm. I think you know like some of the movies in the middle 
were victims of, you know, what they were at the time. Mm-hmm. I guess try, like being written in those times, especially MI two. I think that's that's really the only one we're talking about when we're criticizing yeah, it. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even still, like good. like um, Ghost Protocol, I think Ghost Protocol is is second to last in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So, and I and I think part of that is the writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like we were saying, the storyline was convoluted. Yes, and in this one. Again, they did a really good job of like, this, this is the is world. what it is. Yeah. This is what here the are your villains. Is. Here are your heroes. This is what's happening. Yeah. They did a very good job with that. And so, you know, the clearer those things are, the better the twist is or the twists right. are. Well, the when, more effective they are because we know right, what's going on. Exactly. So you can connect those dots. And then when they throw, you know, a monkey wrench at your best laid plans, you have a good foundation from which they started. Mm-hmm. If you're, if the plot is convoluted and you're already confused, and then one person turns out to be another person, and it's like, okay. well, I don't even know who that was. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they they did a really good job of laying this out and going, mm-hmm. this 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 is the world that you're in now. Right. Pay attention. Yeah. And and it works. Yeah. Um. Man, I mean. I, I don't want to get into any spoilers, obviously, but I do like where we end with uh, Michelle Monaghan with Julia. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I'm glad that they they ended up at that place. Yeah. As far as her character and as far as the overall overarching story, because I did have cons- some concerns as far as like if this were to continue, it, it just kind of muddle the storylines from then on yeah you know like yeah they they you know they gave her character and her inclusion in the story some closure yeah you know and it's it's good to get that just so that we're not you know we're not worried about that thing Mm -hmm. you know right as it's it's like it's just like you said it it would just it would just be muddying any subplots Mm -hmm. it's like there's always that well there's that thing right it always hold it back yeah you know so good that they gave that some closure. <sighs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of more. More. Uh, what? What didn't you like about it? Um. There, there's a death in it that, as I mentioned before, didn't really have much of an impact on me. Because it wasn't like okay, I mean we're tiptoeing around spoiler territory here, mind you, but it wasn't like a character that I cared about a lot. Like they try to make you care about this character, but there's just not enough time to yeah. really establish like a true um, relationship. Yeah, I feel uh, okay. I think it was necessary. Here, all right, here we go. Here we go. How about, let's do this. Here, let's we'll, we'll let's talk about that. Okay. But spoilers incoming. Mm-hmm. So fast forward two three minutes if you don't want to yeah. hear the spoilers. Spoilers incoming. Ready? Three, S- two, one. Spoilers. Uh, yeah. I I I I I see where you're coming from, mm. but I disagree. Okay, well, go ahead and spoil it. Who dies? Alec Baldwin's character dies. Uh-huh. He's the new IMF secretary. Right. I think that 
some of the characters who die sometimes in the films, I think that they try to force it. Like when they killed um, Tom Wilkinson, and he's mm-hmm. like, just wanted you to know, Ethan, I always considered you a best friend. <laughs> and, it just takes, and it's like, all right, but fuck you for right. that, right? right? Like, really? This guy we've never seen before, all of a sudden he's like, you're my best friend. You're. Mm-hmm. You, I hope that you're my best man at my wedding. And then he gets shot in the right. head. You're like, oh, fuck We you. care about each other, yeah. audience. Bullshit. Right. But if... I think we have the benefit of having watched all these movies back to back and seeing the build up. Yeah. We get into Rogue Nation and you see Alec Baldwin's character and his turn. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I obviously I'm not like crying over his death, mm-hmm. but when he went, like, I did. And maybe it's because I, I'm a fan of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I mean, I am too. I'm not, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying I'm not. I know. But, but I'm just saying, like, I. I agree that they didn't spend enough time building that, mm-hmm. but I do I do think it was significant. Mm-hmm. I think that it did hit me in a place where I was like, oh, that sucks. Because mm-hmm. we, we predicted it. Somebody was going to go. Yeah. Right? At least that's what I said I wanted to there's, happen. There's got to be stakes. Somebody has to go. Right. And it could, you know, we obviously, I I remember saying Ving Rhames, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> But they, you know, they can't kill the the core of the franchise, right? So they'll go after one of the outlier characters, exactly. And so that's what they did. But he only recently became yes. part of the core. So if he was like in Ghost Protocol two, mm-hmm. then he's got three movies, and then you kill him. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's kind of what I was hoping was that he would have this movie to kind of solidify himself as part of the team. Yeah, and then maybe next time you kill him. Yeah. Off. Because, like, I, I really liked their little character thing of, like, oh, I only stayed because of you, yeah. Ethan. Like, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Because um, I trust you. Yeah. And I liked that entire beat. Yeah, that and then um, you th- you the thing where they flip it and make you think, like, ah, oh, shit, he believes the evidence against right. him. And yeah, they yeah, flip yeah. it again and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, man, he doesn't. He's, yeah. on, he's on the squad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, that was, I thought it was good. Yeah, and, those, were, you know, those were cool. And, the, and also... He saves Ethan's life. Right. So there's that. Yeah. So those are cool character uh, beats. But it him. is rushed. Yeah. It is rushed. I didn't hate it. Mind you, I didn't hate it. It was just something that I saw that uh, was one of the lacking moments in the movie for me that I feel like they wanted to be more impactful. Yeah. But you could definitely tell that they wanted that to be a, 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 a exclamation point. Yeah. Scene. Yeah, but I guess you know with this kind of movie, you have to keep just take a, them off the couch. You have to keep a momentum going, so they don't want to like linger on yeah. anything for too long or make it too sad or yeah, you know, whatever. Hey, so I, I think that's why that's another reason why they didn't linger on it too much or make it like too much of a like oh man, this is a real downer. Yeah. So yeah, because I mean anything that happens. Okay, spoilers over. Mm-hmm. Anything that happens in these films. At the end of the day, you you know you don't want it to be so much of a bummer that it turns into like a sad movie. Because right. you can tell that you know the way that they make these movies is like, yeah, okay, bad things are gonna happen to good people sometimes. But at the end of the day, this is a movie about a superhero named Ethan Hunt. Right. And uh, you know, some people may say that that's boring, mm-hmm. but I, for one, when I watch these movies, I mean, again, having the benefit of watching all six of them mm-hmm. in a matter of a week a week yeah um like i've come to really love this character 
and like I, you know, I I want to see him prevail. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't one of those char- This isn't one of those films where if he if something bad were to happen to him, it would make it more interesting mm-hmm. or it would, it would cause like, you know, it'd be like, Oh, uh, you know what this thing is missing? Like a fucking, a new hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this isn't one of those, in my opinion. Anyway, I feel like he's, he's rocking this. He's a rock star mm-hmm. and I want to see him win. I root for him. He's one of those good guys. Like nowadays, everybody's so cynical yeah. and we want, we root for the bad guy. Right. And, you know, it's because it makes it more interesting. And the bad guys usually have, like, this motivation that, although you probably wouldn't do it yourself, you, you understand. You understand. Like, yeah, oh, the- I get it. This world sucks. Right. And we don't have a lot of, like, genuine heroes in films anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all anti-heroes. Have some dark side to them. Yeah. But this guy, no, oh, man. Which is funny because a lot of the sort of cutback scenes of Ethan doing these terrible things or terrible things happening to Ethan are, like, just scenarios. And it goes back. They have that like sort of flash forward scene where yeah you know you see him doing bad things and you're like oh that's really dark yeah you know, I don't, don't want to see that yeah and then they yeah. fl- they flash back and go oh just kidding yeah 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 exactly but what if we did you know like yeah like that that I know I know one of the scenes you're talking about in particular and I'm like mm, I don't know I don't know how I feel mm-hmm. about that <laughs> or like <laughs> terrible things happening in the world and it's like oh no just kidding yeah you're like. <laughs> doesn't seem like an ethan hunt thing right no i don't know how i like how they wrote that and you're Mm -hmm. like okay because they didn't Mm -hmm. and they also uh, one more thing that i want to touch on is they definitely discuss what we kind of hinted at them discussing at which is again can these people have normal lives but then also on top of that what is morality when it comes to the mission yeah you know, like uh, what what do ethics have to play when the mission is to do X or else the world burns? Right. You know, like, do you save the few to uh, uh, to the detriment of the many or, you know, do you sacrifice the team for the better of the, the world? The greater good, basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's discussed a lot. Yeah. Which I, I like that overall theme. I think yeah. it's interesting. Well, because it's it's something that it's it's kind of relatable in the world of politics you know it's like it's not um obviously that that that's not at play in our normal day-to-day lives mm-hmm. but something like you know the greater good is socialism it. marco right <clears throat> shit like that it's interesting yeah. it's interesting exploring those topics especially in a film like this yeah where they you know they go from light to heavy very quickly mm-hmm. you know so yeah what what do you think of this film mission impossible fallout man i six uh, bottle caps i think ah man 5.25 splitting the hairs yeah i mean i i i don't want to say it's better than three but in my opinion, it's it's goddamn close. Mm-hmm. This was, I mean, let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far into the podcast, if you listen to the whole episode, the hype is very mm. real. Oh yeah, okay, very real. The hype was high, and somehow I I came out of the movie not disappointed. Yeah, so it's, I'm telling you, that's a testament to how good the movie is. It's great. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go five point 
two five. Okay. Maybe five point five. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta stick with five point two five. Five point two five. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm mostly agree with you there. Um, I. I think I'm just, I'm just gonna stick with a five. Okay. I'm gonna give it a five. Um, yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was great. It's probably the best action movie I've seen this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was really enthralling, top to bottom. Really entertaining, but also not dumb, which I appreciate. Right. At least for the most part. And you know, there's some good twists and turns, and it's kind of everything I look for in a Mission Impossible movie. Um. Again, very little to complain about. Um, mostly giving it that score, like you said, because I don't think it's quite as good as three. Um, and that may be due to the fact that three was such a breath of fresh air after two. Um, yeah. It's but, like it's like having a, a really good show after a bad show where you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, then you're uh, like, holy fuck. Wow. Yeah. There's there's something to say for having that as a, a comparison. Yeah. You know? Having that as a lead-in. Right. Exactly. Well, you can I can imagine people who who were adults in the year 2000 going, ugh. Mm-hmm. I hope they never do that again. Right. And then what? And then going, you know what? I'll give I'll give it one more mm-hmm. shot. Had your brain had to fucking look like uh, the the white chick in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking exploded in yeah. there. Your yeah. eyes all cockeyed and shit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, for that reason, I'll, I'll give it a five. But again, I I can't recommend it enough. Go out and see it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one thing I, I definitely want to do before we get out of here is give our official breakdown worst to best okay mission impossible series i think we're in agreement here two's at the bottom yes two's at the bottom okay then ghost protocol ghost protocol yeah oh this is where it gets tricky um Uh uh-huh because it really is either Rogue Nation or one. Yeah. And uh I mean they really hit a stride after three. They're kind of it's kind of a toss up. It really is. It's tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna go two Ghost Protocol mm-hmm. Rogue Nation one Fallout three exactly what i would say (laughs) yeah no i I agree i think that's exactly where we should leave it yeah um but overall as far as a series people calling it the best action series of all time how do you feel about that uh so the thing about that is you've got to look at other other action film franchises Mm -hmm. right when you're talking about this film in comparison to say um like Star Wars, I guess is a is a sci-fi, but it's yeah. an action film series. Mm-hmm. Actions, die the Die Hard series, right? Um, I had one and I just forgot it. Lethal Weapon, maybe. Lethal Weapon, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, the Rambo series. Uh huh. Um, hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot, there's a lot, but not as many. There's not as many that have gone on this long. No, no, there are very few. Yes, very very, very few. few film series have made this many. In the in and the main difference between this and all those other ones that we mentioned, even Star Wars, mm-hmm. 
is the consistency, man. Yeah. Honestly, out of six films, only one of them's not that good. Mm-hmm. And even that, even and, and then, that one's fun. Yeah, it's just not that good. Like it's never. This series never dips to the depths of like episode one, right? Or episode two, <laughs> you know? Right. Or in some people's opinion, a lot of people's opinion, the the Last Jedi, like a mm-hmm. lot, you know? This this franchise, shit. I mean. You could call it the best film. You could call it the best action franchise in movie history. Yeah. And you you'd get some pushback maybe, mm-hmm. but you'd have a really really good case. I think it's a great argument. Yeah. You I, c- I mean, a great yeah. argument. You could take that shit to court for sure. Yeah. And we would know. Mhm. Okay. Cuz we've seen We've seen them all. <laughs> Am I going to say best action franchise? Shit, I'm I might be. Bitch, I might be. <laughs> I just, off the top of my head, uh-huh. out of all the thousands and thousands of films that I've seen, mm-hmm. I can't think of a more consistent franchise for this long. Mm-hmm. It's the Jay-Z of movies. Who's okay. been hot for this long? No one. No one. Mm-hmm. Hove! <laughs> Stop rapping. <laughs> uh, yeah. Never. I, I mean, that's that's basically the show, folks. That's right. We've been doing this for so long. I, I, I feel like that we just would keep watching Mission Impossible movies forever. I hope we can. We've run out. We've run out at this point. So far. Hopefully, we'll be back for seven. <sighs> Maybe a ways off. Mm-hmm. But I honestly hope Ethan Hunt just keeps running forever. Forever and ever. Into the sunset in my dreams. I'm going to look up the uh, screensaver. Okay. See if I can find one of him running. If not, we'll have to make it. Maybe him running into the sunset. Oh, God. So, yeah, we will be returning with the One Baron podcast Mm -hmm. next week. So keep it glued here. Uh, Also, go back and listen to our older One Reel In episodes. We did Sabotage, uh, a a classic starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Shit, what else have we done? Um, It's been a long time. (laughs) It has. It's been a very long time. Yeah, this is, you know. If you if you guys think there's movies out there that you just want to hear some some drunken critical analysis on, obviously mm-hmm. these these weren't we couldn't do these like as lit and and like oh, no. crazy as possible just because we were doing them so like back to back right. to back that it would I mean it honestly it would have been incoherent by we, the third film. We would have been uncomfortable. Yeah. To listen to and just feeling wise All right so yeah. but but if there's any films that you feel you know could could get that extra critical analysis definitely drop them in the comments yeah, send, us, send it our way on the, is there another series we should cover yeah these we'll are fun it. we will do it mm-hmm. we will we will sit through these films for you for you for you drink beer for, <laughs> for you. you you think this is for us this isn't it's for, for us. you it's for you it's all for you it's all for you well this has been another episode of one real in podcast the potential last episode of Mission Impossible Brew. We appreciate all of you guys for listening in. Uh, write in with how you feel. Give us some reviews. And uh, if they're bad reviews, how about instead you just get off your computer and run like uh, run like Ethan. That's right. Into the sunset. One one last thing. Uh-huh. Math says Tom Cruise running equals a successful movie. That's a real <sighs> article. I guess how often he runs in films or how successful his movies are. That's just, that's a headline right there. Mm -hmm. It's bonkers. All right.
We love you. Mwah.